Hello everyone and welcome to a bonus episode and takeover episode of the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm children's author Adrian Beck, your takeover host with the most. And I'm excited to be bringing you a special podcast in preparation for NaNoWriMo. In fact, I'm calling this episode the Ultimate Nano Prep Guide. Wow. Well, special effects, hey? So if you're planning on taking on Nano this year, this episode is a must listen. For those that aren't sure what I'm even talking about, NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month, where many authors, at all stages of their careers, pledge to write 50,000 words during the month of November. Now that equates to 1,667 words a day. Wow. (laughs) That's not easy. It's no easy task, and to set yourself up for success, it's best to have a plan of attack, and this is why I've called in the big gun. Joining me with her top five tips on ultimate nano prep is my fabulous friend, A.L. Tate, also known as Alison. Hello, Alison Tate. How are you going? That was a really impressive intro with special effects and all of the things. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how I'm going to live up to the ultimate nano Raimo prep show. I'm not sure how I can do that. That was awesome. <laughs> all right. Excellent. See you. I've got my, my credentials right there. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into uh, a bit more info about your credentials because we want to know who we're dealing with. Alison Tate, also known as A.L. Tate, is the author of best-selling middle-grade adventure series The Mapmaker Chronicles and The Adaban Cipher. Her brand new Maven and Reeve mystery novels The Firestar and The Wolf's Howl are out now. And incidentally, The Firestar was a notable book in the CBCA Children's Book of the Year Awards 2021. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> In addition to writing best-selling award-winning books, Alison's also a podcaster. She's a speaker. And I mean that, not just, you know, normal speaking, speaking in front of people. And she's a teacher and she has plenty of wisdom to share with us during this episode. So, Alison Tate, A.L. Tate, thank you for sharing all your wisdom. Now, this is the ultimate nano prep guide. You've got some top five tips. But before we get to those top five tips, if you've never done nano before, and there are a lot of people talking about nano this time around, why do you think we're all contemplating taking the plunge? I think this is a really interesting year because um, I'm actually considering doing, uh, well, I am doing nano again this year, um, having not done it for a couple of years myself. Um, and I think the reason that uh, I think a lot of people are in the same boat, I kind of feel as though I've been in a creative cul-de-sac for the last kind of year or so, and particularly with the recent, you know, New South Wales, Victoria lockdowns. Um, Lockdown should be a time when you create a lot of stuff. Like there's that sense of, but you've got so much time, you should Mm. be doing amazing things. Um, But somehow it kind of seeps into your brain and your brain also becomes locked down. It's like, okay, we're in lockdown. We're all going to shut down and do absolutely not one thing. Um, And I've just found it, I have found the last few months in particular quite difficult. Like obviously, um, so I have two sons, they're older, one's in in year 12. We are trying to get through the never ending HSC, which is its own particular brand of fun. Um, And then I have one in year nine. So I haven't been doing that really hands-on young person uh, remote learning because teenagers, you know, they're either going to do it or they're not. So mm. there's not much I can do. Um, but it's still that sense of like they're always here. We're always together. No one's bringing <laughs> anything new into the conversation. We're not going out to see anything new. And one of the things I find with creativity, it's a funny thing, but you, it, you've got to have the in. There's got to be input to have output. And somehow that sort of stasis state that we've all been in has has really stopped a lot of people. So I think what Nano is doing this year is providing a, the forward momentum, which is one of the great things and one of the things I love about it as a challenge, the forward momentum, 
the group motivation, um, which I think is really important too, it, it's sort of that notion of, yes, you are actually sitting in your study by yourself, uh, but you feel like everyone's with you. You feel mm. like there's a whole group who are, and there's a whole lot of, you know, I managed to get this many done today and whatever. You get a lot of cheering. There's a lot of online cheering, which I think is, is really quite important. So um, it's, it's kind of that. It's the motivation. It's the group stuff. And it's the accountability. It's that notion of I've set myself a goal and I'm going to do my absolute best to achieve that goal by that sort of day. And, I've, you know, if you've got to upload your word count somewhere, um, then there's a there's a there's a kind of a an impetus on you to actually upload some words, even if it's not 1667 words. There is that thing of I must sit down, I must sit down, I must sit down. I've got to get this done. Um, now I have a confession to make, and I think it's quite an important confession to put out up front here. Yeah, please. That I have never won NanoRimo. Never. I've what? never hit. No. Hang on a second. Can I we stopped. call this whole thing off? This no. is the ultimate nano prep guide. I and you've know. never won nano. What do you mean by winning NanoRimo? Well, NanoRimo means, you know, you've written the 50,000 by yes. um, by sort of the date, by November the 30th, whatever. Um, so, and I talk to my, to my So You Want to Be a Writer podcast people about this stuff all the time and Valerie laughs at me. But um, I have hit like the 48,000 word mark a couple of times. So I'm not, she, I mean, so you can imagine close. Valerie's just rolling her eyes at me going, are you serious? Like 48, you couldn't have just sat down for that little bit longer. Um, but for me, it's actually not about the winning. For me, it's about, um, again, it's about that forward momentum and it's about getting those words on the page. So it's about having more words at the end of November than I had at the beginning yeah. to, to kind of, you know, rescue my image here and rescue my credentials. I will say <laughs> that three of the novels that I have written in NaNoWriMo have been published. Wow. So I do have some credentials in that area. So I wrote the first Mapmaker book. I wrote the third Mapmaker book and I wrote the first Adamant Cipher novel all in NaNo and they've all been published. So um, I guess that's my point. It's sort of about the forward momentum because by the time, I mean, I'm writing middle grade um, I'm aiming for sort of the 55 to uh, 60,000. The, the longest ones are Maven and Reeve at 65,000 words. Um, so for me to write 48,000 words, I can have the whole book written, hmm. just not quite, you know, not finished. So hmm. finished to the end, but then I need to go back and add another 7,000 words of actual detail and, and a bit of, you know, <laughs> plot sort of stuff structure um because i am a, an absolute pantser of the of the highest uh quality i will say quality um so yeah so i, I think that the two the two times i got to the around the forty-eight thousand word mark i had actually got to the end of that manuscript in that period i just it, i didn't need the extra two thousand words at that point so i didn't put them in gosh i would have <laughs> if i was you i would have put a long dedication at the start just, just such, to get myself across such the line. A, look i think well i think the thing to i think one of the things that is really important to understand about NaNoWriMo is yes you are going to write fifty thousand words but that fifty thousand words is not the end of the process that fifty thousand words is not i'm writing the end and i'm going to submit that to a publisher that is yeah. not how NaNoWriMo works particularly not if you are a pantser like i am it's kind of like the start of the process and because you know if you're writing an adult novel 50,000 words is not a novel 50,000 no. words is like half a book mm. so I think it's really important to understand that what you're aiming to do here is is get as many words down as you can you know get your sort of structure for your um for your project in place depending on how many words it is that you're doing um and then go from there and the way that I tend to write 
it's, you know, there's that, there's that old sort of writing maxim that the first draft is just you telling yourself the story. Mm. And that is exactly how I write a first draft. Mm. It is because I don't know what's going to happen next. It is about me sitting down to find out what's going to happen next. It's about me telling, like working out what this story is. And then there's going to be like a fair bit of fine tuning going on. And in my case, because I tend to underwrite, it's more like, I just, I just want to know what's going to happen. I want to know that I can get to the end. I want to know that whatever massive problem and I do love a massive problem whatever massive problem I've set up at the beginning that I'm actually going to be able to resolve it by the end so that is what a first draft is for me and then it's about me going back and working out um, where to put the extra words what needs to be brought out and often it's um, you know there's more I need to do more world building there needs to be more description because I'm very much a this happened then this happened then this happened kind of writer so it's about oh maybe I need to actually show a little bit more of where this character is rather than just having an entire like it's like a dialogue from a play you know where they're up on a stage um, yeah so I think it's um, if you're doing nano for the first time I think having an understanding of your writing process does help a great deal just because, you know, it, it, it is the creation of a sea of words. You are creating a sea of words and then you have to have a sort of an idea of whether or not you're going to be able to channel them into the story, whether you're going to need to throw a few sandcastles in the middle, like what needs to happen with this sea of words that you're going to end up with. And um, yeah, it's an interesting way to write, um, but not everyone, not everyone can write that way. Um, and so I think, Shall we just la shall I launch into my first tip here? Yeah, absolutely. Just let's as a natural it. segue, yeah, yeah. shall we do that? Let's do it. So first tip from well, my first we're going tip, five to one, aren't we? So we are is, going five to we're one. We're counting down. Yeah. So my first tip is to, and I, I always put this as organise your thoughts. So this is not like if you're not going to be a plotter like I am, um, you're not going to want to necessarily sit down and work out, you know, the whole framework of the story. Um, what I tend to find when I write is if I work out the whole framework of the story, it kills the story for me. I have lost interest entirely. I nice. already know what's going to happen. Why am I going to bother writing 50,000 words about this thing? So that's just kind of, I mean, I've, I have attempted it a few times. I do do a little bit of an outline these days. I find that helps keep me on track. But I, I would never do the three-act structure and, and lay it all out because if I know every step, I just feel, you know, I can't see the point. And I, I did that to myself once. I had two thirds of a manuscript and I was really struggling to get to the end of it. And so I thought, oh, I'll write the ending because I knew kind of what was going to happen vaguely. So I wrote the last chapter of the book to make sure I could make that work. And then I totally lost interest in it. And it sat there with this massive like gap of 20,000 words from the middle to the end for like two years because I couldn't be bothered <laughs> <laughs> to where I already knew I had to go. Wow. Um, but that's not to say that I don't have an idea. So when I jump into Nano on the 1st of November, I will have an idea of what I'm writing. I will know if it's middle grade or junior fiction or what it, you know, or an adult novel. I will know who the main character is. I will have an idea of who that is because my way of writing a story is, is here's my main character. This is my vague premise. I'm just going to follow this character through this premise and see how, how it happens. And it all comes back to what the character does along the way as to how the story works out. Um, so I'll have an idea who my character is. I'll have an idea um, of the vague, like I've got a vague, vague premise. And then um, I will have an idea of at least where the start of the story, where it's set, like where it begins. Um, it may not necessarily stay in that place, but I will have an idea of if my character's walking up to a house, I know what it looks like and I know vaguely, you know, where it is. Mm -hmm. um, so 
that's that's it. That's where I'll go. That and it's going to be like right, okay. Let's open the door and find out what happens next. <laughs> I love it. Organize your thoughts. So that's Just, tip tip number five. But yeah, organize to- your thoughts. For some oh. people, that might mean writing out a full character analysis, interviewing characters, writing out the structure, knowing what the midpoint is. You know, it depends on the kind of writer mm. that you are. So you just need to organise your thoughts in a way that you you can manage to kind of go forward. Because it's all about NaNoWriMo is all about going forward and that's yep. kind of what you, what you need to do. There's so no looking my, back. There's no looking back. There's no point in looking back when you when you're on you're on a you know on a word machine mill. That's right. Um, We've got to move on. Hey, um, Al Allison Tate. Uh, mm. If does it reward pantsers or do you just stick with whatever you know whatever you normally do when you approach writing, uh, or do you think Nano is actually sort of a little bit skewed towards pantsing it? Well, um, I think the guy who organized no no and i cannot feel like of course have had a complete mental breakdown and can't remember what his name is oh here it is give me two seconds because yeah. i'm going to grab it off the shelf she's just uh, grabbing grabbing the book from in between her many numerous awards there now she's found it chris Beatty, uh who is the founder of national novel writing month um has written has a book called no plot no problem and that's ah. basically the approach for Nano. And his book is a low-stress, high-velocity high velocity guide to writing a novel in 30 days. So you can actually, you know, follow his follow his you know his guidelines. Uh, the guy who actually created it. So there is a there is a certain pantsing aspect to it. Um, again, it's because I think um, it's about having fun with it. Like to me, this is about having fun with words and and just seeing where a story might take you or what might happen. But that comes with the proviso that you might get to the end of it. You might have 50,000 words on the page and you might have only 20,000 usable words. Mm. So, you, you know, if you're going to take that approach, you have to be prepared that there's going to be some sort of, you know, some winnowing, some sorting of the wheat from the chaff, <laughs> shall we say, as we as you sort of get towards the end of the process. But there's a great joy in just watching that puddle of words get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and I think what generally happens with it is that you will find somewhere as you're writing, you you start to get a sense of, okay, this is what's happening. This is where this is going. And then you grab that sort of horse and you ride that all the way to the end. Um, But I have never done it with a plot outline. And I know a lot of people do. And for them, it's like, okay, today I'm writing this scene and it's going to be 2000 words long. And then tomorrow I've got to write 1500 words that are on this. And and I think that that structured approach works really well because as anyone who's ever been published will know, you, you might write your first novel and it might take you ages and ages, but once you're on a sort of a printing schedule on a publishing schedule if you've got to provide you know create a book a book a year or two books a year or whatever like I was at one stage they're doing two fifty-five thousand word books a year um you you get to a stage where you, you don't have as much time for all that winnowing and and mm. you know furrowing and and whatever so you do have to have a clearer path through the story once you get to that stage so mm. I think what I think it works for both approaches I just think it's about knowing what your approach is and trying mm. not to you know switch horses halfway through yeah yeah okay so don't reinvent the wheel just no. go with what your normally what your normal approach usually yeah is. I think so I think so great advice okay that was tip four uh, that was tip five we're moving on to tip four which I can see here is Get out your dairy. Get out your dairy? It's diary. Oh, sorry, diary. I thought, <laughs> might be, 
thought you might be lactose intolerant. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Get out Hale, your take, dairy. Get, get yeah. out your diary. Okay. Yes, eat cheese. It will make you feel much better. Um, get out your diary. And the reason I say get out your diary is because if you think you're going to write 1,667 words a day, you need to make a spot in your diary every single day for that to happen. Because Schedule it. it you have to schedule it. It mm. will not just happen. You will not just suddenly magically find time that you did not have because just because it's NaNoWriMo. Um, you've got to actually make time for it. So you've got to work out, you know, uh, depending on your situation, is it going to be a 5 a.m. kind of a job? Is mm. it going to be a midnight, you know, run, which it has always been for me these days. I can do it in the middle of the day. But um, when I first started out and when I first wrote Map Makers and all of those books, I was writing them in the middle of the night because I had young kids and I had busy days. I was a freelance writer. I was still, you know, working a lot. I was writing a lot of words that were nonfiction as well as trying to write my fiction. And the only way you are going to get that done is if you actually create the space for it in your life. Um, I, it's, you know, in normal times and maybe we're vaguely getting back to that now, um, you know, I've always found sport practice and, and you know, when ah. you're taking kids places and stuff, that's yep. always been great time, you know, on an iPad or however it is you write. Um, has always been good. It's finding those bits of time in your day where you would be otherwise not really doing very much. Uh, that's when you need to do it. The other time is, you know, like I, I don't know how much TV you need to watch or how many, you know, how many how many streaming channels you have in your mm. life or whatever. Um, but it's it's kind of um, I didn't watch a lot of television when the kids were younger because I was trying to write novels. And so I think it's about working out what you will like where you're going to fit it in your day what you're willing to give up to make it happen because mm -hmm. it will not happen unless you put it in your diary and actually keep that appointment with yourself like you're setting the challenge for yourself you know you've got to make time for yourself and you've mm -hmm. got to make the appointment with yourself and you need to, you need to show up for yourself mm -hmm. um and that's the only way that you're going to get words on the page is to do that great advice uh, make time for yourself because you're worth it you are uh, worth it Worth that's every, you're worth every full stop. You are. Okay, that's uh, tip five. Organise your thoughts. Tip four, get out your uh, diary, not dairy. And, uh, and we are zeroing in on the number one tip for the ultimate nano prep guide. I can't wait dun, to find dun, out what dun. it is. It's very exciting. Okay, tip number three. I'd love it if you could elaborate on this one. Prepare your loved ones and friends. Okay. It's really important, again, 1,667 words a day is not a small commitment. It's right. really important that you let your family and your friends know that this is what you're doing. Because particularly with your family, it needs to be like, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to sit down for X number of hours or whenever and I'm going to shut the door and I need you to let me get on with it. Um, you know, this is something that I need to do. This is about you stating your intentions to the people that are closest to you. Um, so that they make space for you as well, mm. because it's it depending, you know, it's, it can be very, I, I actually found making space within, you know, the family, the day-to-day -day family life is harder than anything. It's like, actually, you know what, I'm not available to you right now. I am going to go and I am going to sit down and I'm going to do this because this is important to me. And I need you to understand that this is important to me. You know, even if they all laugh at you and oh, mommy's writing or whatever, like whatever, do what you got to do. Um, but 
you know, let them know that this is what you're doing. Let your friends know that you're not available to go and do X, Y, and Z at the drop of a hat. Mm. Um, if you are, you know, working from home or whatever, let people know it is not okay just to drop in for a cup of tea whenever they're wandering past, you know. Yeah. Make sure that you create some writing time and then you just got to fight for it. You've got to fiercely protect it. And the people that you are going to be fiercely protecting it with mostly are your loved ones and your friends. Um, it's a lot easier to, like, knock back an email and say, look, I can't do that meeting. Let's do it at this time instead rather than, you know, banging on the door and, you know, I need a snack. Well, do you know, you know where the kitchen is? <laughs> Have I taught you how to use the toaster? Off you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so making that time for you, for, for, for what's important to you, um, particularly if you're working full time and all of that sort of stuff as well, you're going to have to carve this out and you're going to, it's, it's sometimes not easy. Like I, I wrote a blog post many, many years ago about it. Um, and I know that parents in particular find it very, very hard. You know, mothers, fathers, carers find it very difficult because of the call on your time from everything else. And, you know, writing is a very inconvenient thing to do. It's really inconvenient because it requires you to be selfish. It requires you to say, I need time and space. And other people that are close to you in your life don't always understand that, particularly if this is new, particularly this is you for the first time going you know what this is not all about you and I'm going to sit down and do this for myself but it's really important that it, the best thing that and this is why I wrote in the middle of the night was because I could sit down at that time of night everyone was quiet nobody needed me for anything mm -hmm. and it was just all about me and my computer so find that time for yourself wherever it might be in your day if you've got to go and drive like the other day I was trying to edit something and it was all going on in my house and I had you know people doing zooms and whatever I got in my car and I drove to the beach and I sat in my car mm -hmm. and I did my editing in the car because it was the only place that I could find where nobody was going to interrupt me so you know, Perfect. find that for yourself. So drive to the beach. Drive uh, to the beach if you need to. Drive. Would, just, do you know what? Go and sit in the car in the driveway that's if that's it. what it takes. <laughs> like just wherever you can find that little space for yourself. Yeah. Hey, mum's been forever in the toilet. Everything okay in there? <laughs> Why is mum parked this to the post box? What's going on out there? Would you suggest, uh, you know, hanging like a tie on the uh, on your door sort of thing and giving a bit of a signal to the family that, uh, you know, don't come in sort of thing? Well, you can do that if you think that will work. Like I would need a deadbolt and a, you know, I don't know what else. Like my son, when he was doing um, a remote learning, he he got sick of the fact that I would just randomly pop in to make sure he was actually doing his work. Yeah. So he told, he's got this like tiny little um, kitten shape, like where did it come from? Kitten shaped doorstop. And he goes to me, if the kitten is outside the door, I'm zooming and you can't come in. So maybe everybody just needs a kitten, right? <laughs> yes. Not a real kitten. Cause they could wander off to another. No, no, actually just confusing. A, just a solid one. Made of yeah. <laughs> if everyone needs a solid kitten. Needs a solid... <laughs> There's something very wrong here, but let's move. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Prepare your loved ones and friends. So um, I would suggest perhaps sit down with your significant significant other and just say, darling, there's something I really need to tell you. And then and then just wait and, you know, and then say, I'm doing nano. Okay. And then, then, then you like, have to oh, explain thank goodness. It. That's fantastic. <laughs> and in most houses, you'd have to explain what that is. And then yeah. you'd get the, what? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Anyway, but yes. give it a go. Exactly. Prepare your uh, your loved ones and friends for this commitment that will be NaNoWriMo. And number four, the penultimate tip in the ultimate Nano Prep Guide is uh, plan your meals and other 
Incend. Incendiaries. Incendiaries. <laughs> Plan your meals. Um, Incendiaries? This, this sounds like, honestly, this sounds like one of those things that, like, really, Al, you're going to talk about meal planning while we do NaNoWriMo. Um, but I think it's really important, uh, particularly if you are the person in your household who is responsible for, you mm. know, food consumption and, and all that, have a plan. Don't be sitting, like, the, I think one of the things that takes up so much of our the clutter in our brains is you know what are we going to have for dinner what's going to happen next well who do I need to pick up is there you know someone got a dental appointment today does is there a bill that needs to be paid is there a whatever Mm. have it all worked out like know when your bills are due know what your meals need to be like if you you know this this could be your time to try the meal in a box you know hello fresh hashtag not sponsored whatever whatever that version Whatever that version of it is. Um, This could be the time to to do something like that just because it's going to, like, it just takes another thing off your plate. Like, what you need to do is clear enough space here in your daily routine that you've got, you know, 15 minutes that you can take from here and 20 minutes that you can take Mm -hmm. from there. And if you can bring in stuff that's, A, other people in your house can cook, even better, mm. um, or whatever, like whatever, like hand out the jobs as best you can, I think is the way to go forward because yeah. you are having to create room here. And if you look at most people's daily lives, it's it, it's full. It's so busy and you've always got that to do. I don't know about you, but my to-do list is always like a 1,000 um, things long and it's easy to procrastinate mm. with a 1,000 things long to-do list because you'll always go, oh, I've got to do this, oh, I've got to do this, oh, I've got to do this, and you never actually get to the actual writing. So if you plan all that stuff out a bit and have everyone on a job, that, that whatever job that they can be trusted with, toast if necessary, <laughs> um, and at least it takes a bit of the pressure off that sort of just that fadmin, the family admin sort of like noise in your head admin, all the time. Yeah, um, and if you're, you know, if you're not, if you, if a family situation is not what you are, if you're, if you're sort of like, you know, single or whatever you're doing and you're responsible for your own meals, have all that sorted out, have it ready to go so that you just go to the fridge and do it. You're not having to add in all the other things. And you might hear procrasty Yeah, you, you need to make sure you fed your dog. Too, make sure you, you fed your dog so he doesn't bark <laughs> in the middle of podcasting. <laughs> He's listening to me and he's agreeing. He's cheering me on. That's right. See, there you See? go. <laughs> that was very good. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's okay. That's good. Okay, so um, what I'm hearing is you, you need to do a lot of planning. You need to make room in your life for Nano. And uh, if you can get a special uh, November deal with HelloFresh, uh, by all means, try try your luck with them. <laughs> they may not yeah. be officially running anything like that, but who knows? No, but there'll last. be some, something along those lines. I mean, even if you just, you know, work out that you're going to eat spaghetti for three nights. That's right. Do be, that. It could be um, noodle November, you know. Yeah, it could, it could be. be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Yes, Beef use, one week, chicken the next. use your noodle. There you <laughs> use go. your noodle. I like Beautiful. it. That's how you'll get through, Dano. Yes, uh, use yeah. your noodle. Two-minute you... noodles all round. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take me back to university. Um, okay. All right. Here we go. Now, this is the ultimate nano prep guide, as we all know. And uh, we've counted down from four to one. We've got number four was organize your thoughts. Five to one. Five to one. <laughs> I can't well, how it's am going, I going well. <laughs> yeah. Five to one. Uh, organize your thoughts. Uh, four was get out your diary. Uh, three was prepare your loved ones and friends. And four. Uh, Number two was plan your meals and other stuff. And it brings us to number one. <laughs> okay. <Huh? laughs> this is this is the ultimate tip. Now, if you dun, remember nothing dun, dun. 
You remember nothing, but noodles and this, you've done well from this podcast. <laughs> really? Uh, AL Tate, can you give us the number one tip for winning at Nano? Here we go. You must kill. It's going well, right? Like this so far. You must kill. You must kill your internal editor. Ah. You, it is extremely difficult to do the 50,000, to do 1,667 words a day if you are constantly going back to the beginning of your manuscript, rewriting your opening sentence. You must go forward with it. And even like what I find I do when I'm working like this, if I write nano, um, if I get sort of 10,000 words in and think of some genius idea that I mm. should have included back there in chapter one, mm. I will either go back to that chapter and put a note on it where I think it should go. Insert or genius idea insert here. Genius idea here, or yep. I will, at the point that I've thought of a genius idea, put insert genius idea, you know, in, in chapter one. But I will then write forward as though the ingenious idea has been inserted. So it is about making sure, because you, you want to keep your storyline essentially on track. You don't want to make make a total mess of things but if you go back and you are constantly like have I you know created the the perfect opening page here or you know is the, is this exactly right or is this description as as metaphorically genius as it should be you are not going to get to the end because you have limited time and so um 1667 words a day is a lot it's a mm. lot of words um like I type you know, if I'm on a roll with a, if I'm in the in a bit of a story where I actually know what's happening, it's mm. very exciting for me. Um, <laughs> I will, I can sort of, you know, be rolling out about a thousand to twelve hundred words an hour. So mm. even at that point, it's still over an hour, like that the, of me kind of sitting there just, and that's going like full on. That is, mm. you know, sparks flying off the keyboard sort mm. of activity at the beach. Um, at, <laughs> Exactly, in the car by myself. With noodles um, for dinner. Noodles, two minute noodles beside me in the console. <laughs> um, if so, you know, it's 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 going to take a time commitment from you. So you can't waste your time on just re, you know, rewriting the perfect word for thee, or rewriting the perfect word for said, or whatever it is that your internal editor says you must do at this point. Um, you have to go forward. This is about finding out what the story is. This is about trying to get you know the basic framework of your story on the page so that or or at least half a story written if that's what you want to do um just to kind of you it's a it's about having words on the page that you can work with later hmm. because this is your first draft is never going to be the book anyway doesn't matter if you've planned it to the most meticulous level it is not going to be your book anyway you are going to have to go back I'm so hmm. sorry about this to, to you know ruin all your dreams but you are going to have to go back and do a thorough thorough edit on this thing one way or the other probably another seven times so you know this is not the time for it this is the time for you getting that you know kernel winnowing away at what that idea is getting it down on the page and going forward forward mm. forward forward mm. with all of your friends around you pushing you along that's right there's plenty of time to be like arnold schwarzenegger isn't there uh, al tate who says who says I'll be back? That's it. Oh! She did it. <laughs> so I was thinking, where are we going with this, Adrian? 
<laughs> so you this do is, that. This draft. is called pantsing a podcast. <laughs> this is how it works. Insert right. genius idea here. <laughs> That's right. We'll come back to that. <laughs> so you can't go back. You've got to look forward. You insert genius ideas as you go, and you write as though you've already put them in in the back in the yeah. in the earlier chapters. Yeah. And you, as Hale Tate just said, you terminate your internal editor okay terminate oh look at us like this is the extension here is so <laughs> impressive yes it's go for i mean it's go forward because you know often what you find with a story like um when you're writing a story like this is you're going to write your way into it anyway like you particularly when you're pantsing you don't really you kind of got an idea who your character is and who you're setting where, you, where it's set and stuff but you don't really know so you're feeling your way in and you're discovering things about the character as you go and all of that you know, all of that is adding words to your page, but they're also words that you're probably not going to use at the end of the story. Like I, particularly with in my earlier, um, with my earlier books, um, I invariably started my stories in the wrong place, invariably, and would have to take 5,000 words off the start of the story um, because I had spent a bit of time, you know, working out who was who and what was going on and where it needed. And then suddenly there I was, you know, on the day that was different, starting point of the story, chapter two, lose the whole first chapter and I'm okay with that and I think yeah you know it's as I said it's about understanding your process I understand that's part of my process now at the time it was a bit painful when I had to find another 5,000 words to put in Mm. but you know I think it's it's about sort of understanding how you write you know and nano is is a place to really experiment with that forward momentum and you know insert genius idea do make sure that you put at least enough detail into the genius idea parentheses that you know what you meant. I have had <laughs> that problem. I, and and don't don't do what what you know what AL Tate does on occasion, which is just put in fix this later because that <laughs> is not not. I'm just going to tell you that your future self is yeah. not going to love you for fix this later that's, that's not my motto work. that's my yeah. personal motto <laughs> or i've had a couple of classics like insert scene here about something you know like, about what like, what was i thinking how was i supposed to do that be kind to your future self give yourself be a few kind. details so. give yourself a couple of tips along the way so you've got some kind of idea what's going on yeah. i love it and now also uh, before we let you go this has been this has been awesome this has truly been awesome but uh one thing that you did say uh, you've said a couple of times actually is the importance of doing it with a group Yes. And um, we are going to be uh, chronicling our progress. My, that's uh, myself, Adrian Beck. We've got to Danny V, the wonderful Words and Nerds host. Uh, Christy Byrne, all the way from WA, is getting on board, and so is uh, Tristan Banks. Uh, and we're all going to be doing Nano uh, and giving you updates as part of the Words and Nerds podcast. And we'd love it if you could all come along on the journey with us and let us know how you're going on our various social media posts. Um, because we'd love to, we love, we want to feel like everyone's in this together and we're all progressing at the same time. Yes. And um, as A.L. Tate said, uh, there's no turning back. You've got to look no. forward. And uh, it does help. It does help to have, uh, to do it as a group, don't you think, A.L.? Oh, it definitely helps. Like it's just, it, it, again, it's about that accountability. It's about, it's about the kindred spirit aspect mm. of it. You can all say how terrible it all it is. I think it's really important though, I am going to say this too, that, you know, you're going to have people in your group who are busting ahead and are doing 3,000 words a day and doing amazing things and you're sitting there going, I can only manage 200 today. Mm. Do you know what? That's okay. You're like, it's, 
I think it's important to recognise that if you show up every day and you get something on the page, you are winning as far as I'm concerned. And um, you want to, like the accountability aspect of a group is brilliant because you do feel that sense of, oh, I, look, you know, I can probably just do another 15 minutes and get this down. But you might also be like me and you might get to 48,000 words and go, great, do. <laughs> look at me go. Yeah, look at me. I'm amazing. And, I, you know, I, I always share that I always I'm happy to share this, that story about the fact that, I mean, I, I didn't win Nano, but I got three books published. And I think that mm. that's, you know, to me, that's a win. Didn't win Nano, but won at life, ALT. Hashtag won at life. (laughs) (laughs) Three Nano books published is absolutely incredible. Um, And uh, so that's why we come to you for this ultimate nano prep guide. I forgot to say the, I forgot oh, to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is, but we really appreciate your expertise. This is fantastic. And you're going to be doing nano alongside everyone else. So we wait to see exactly what project you zero in on. Cause I know there's a few that you're weighing up as we speak. Um, so we'll wait to see where you get to, but hopefully you'll be following along with the rest of us. I will. I'll be joining in because I often do a, my own hashtag, but I'm not going to do that this year. I've decided I'm just going to like ride your coattails and jump on yours. <laughs> <laughs> much easier. So, oh, much easier. So no one not- will notice if I don't show up that way. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. Yeah, so um, join us. We're doing weekly updates on how we're all going and we're going to be speaking to a lot of other people about how they're going. Lots of tips, lots of uh, frustration. And, uh, and I also will be doing my best to take the absolute Mickey editor Bank. So uh, that'll, that'll be good fun. That's the reason I turn up. Now, the top five tips, as uh, told to you by the wonderful AL Tate, were, of course, I'll just summarise them before we head off. Number five was organise your thoughts. Have a bit of a plan. You don't need to throw out your normal routine, but uh, you need to have some sort of <laughs> plan going into it. Uh, number four, get out your diary. Get out your diary and uh, schedule things. Uh, Make sure you've made some room for this. Uh, Number three was prepare your loved ones and friends uh, because they need to know that you're in this and uh, they need to give you some space, man. I want to go into space. <laughs> that's that's relevant. Plan- uh, <laughs> I almost went to that's a whole other conversation. Elon, Elon Musk sort of territory there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do nano first. Number two, plan your meals and other things um, because you need to you need to make sure that you you you've got all your bits and pieces ready to go. And number one, this is the most important one: kill or terminate your internal editor. Because, because they're the ones that, that 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 person is going to hold you back. If you, you you can be on your side or you can work against yourself, I'd say work with yourself. Wouldn't you say, Al? Work with yourself. Work closely. Hold hands with yourself and go forward out of this creative cul-de-sac, forward into the world. I love it. What a beautiful note to end on. Hold hands with yourself and go forward out of the creative cul-de-sac. <laughs> Thank you, AL Tate, for joining us on the Ultimate Nano Prep Guide. You're a superstar. Guy, guy, guy. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>